so we've been in the Smart Start MN studios here for over two years now, correct? Yeah. Yeah, and for the very first time ever, ever. Now, I know that people have slept on that futon that's in this room. I've slept on it myself. Yes. I don't know what else is happening here in my absence, but for the first time ever, I just watched someone surf the futon to the opening strains of the Hawaii Five Own theme as brought to us by The Ventures for The Brian Oak Show. Not couch surfing, futon surfing. Couch surfing is very... Couchsurfing is all about making your ass get wider and wearing that groove. No, literally standing on it and surfing the wild waves of the Smart Start MN studio. It is the Brian Oak Show. It is episode 242. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Brian Oak. That is Sean Bernard. Sean, how are you today? I am doing well. How are you doing? I'm all right, man. I'm tired today. A little bit of a headache, and I don't know if it's just like seasonal allergies starting to kick up again or if it's anticipatory dread about the fact that the second we're done here, I have to go talk to my tax guy. Don't you feel bad for the tax guys just because they're kind of like the dentist? People are like, oh, fuck it. Well, I feel bad for them at this time of the year because I know that they are on their effing grind right now. Like, I mean, like everyone waits till the last minute, uh, present company <laughs> included <laughs> and accentuated. Um, and then they're like, oh, hey, man, I got all my stuff together. I know you got three days left. What do you say? You want to get it done? He's like, well, again, for them, it's not like the end of the world, but they have 400 people or more coming at them right now. Like, let's do it. Going to the doctor, going to the tax guy and getting my car repaired. I just kind of go there and I go, please, please don't tell me something really bad. Like I did, because I, I have no fucking clue. I don't either. As Seinfeld said with his car, he goes, "You know, my car will break down. I'll pull over. I'll lift up the hood, and I'll. What am I looking for? A big on-off switch? What the <laughs> fuck do I know about cars? I don't. I don't even open up the hood. <laughs> like, nope. oh, there it is. And Just same thing flip with taxes. When I, when I, <laughs> no when clue. I, when I had the 1040 Easy form, when I had yeah. a part-time job or one of my earliest full-time jobs, 1040 Easy filled it out in 15 minutes, wrote a check, threw it off, it was over. Those were simpler, delicious times. But now, you know, working at the radio station, working at the record store, doing this here with you, which, by the way, is the deepest tax nightmare I've ever been involved oh, in. Okay, Lord. I'm not talking about you. I know yeah. you're doing your best. But you oh, may want to step up your game a little bit. With the tax guy? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. It's, it's a, over. We'll have, him, in, we'll have it done in uh, nope. two weeks. He's done. Well, when you asked me earlier, it was two weeks, but now you're on the list. You're on the list of people. Yeah, that, that shit is over. Yeah. All right. So anyway, I just a minor headache, but other than that, I'm doing fine. We had this gorgeous weekend, right? This beautiful, beautiful, incredible weekend that made you feel like spring was a real possibility. But of course, I'm not an idiot, and I knew that it wasn't time yet. I live in Minnesota. <laughs> I've, I've lived in <laughs> sad trombone. Yeah, um, it's uh, it, it, there's another storm on the way. They're talking about heavy rain, maybe potentially severe thunderstorms tonight. Like, which at least feels like spring, right? I don't but mind it could be the followed severe, by snow. Yeah, yeah. I just don't need the the S word at this time of the year. The S word, you say? Yeah. Not 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 happy about it. I understand. So, in any event, I'm doing fine. Things are moving in the right direction, but I am sort of girding my loins as the Greeks used to say. Although they fought with their dicks hanging out. You know that, right? The Greeks and I the do, Romans. I do, and you think that would make them more vulnerable. Well, but it also was a sign of bravery. You know where the middle finger comes from, right? Really? Is The that middle what? finger goes back to Grecian times. What it means is, I can have an erection. I am not afraid of you. <gasps> that middle finger, when you flip someone off, means like, I'm so not afraid of you, because generally when you get into fight or flight, you can't maintain an erection. So you'll notice that the Irish did not do this, because they, although the enemy would have laughed like crazy. 
<laughs> and then they would have been able to kill them. tiny little penises. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but for those who are curious, at least, I mean, and it, may, it, may, it may be apocryphal, but it's the story I heard about what the middle finger means, and it's my favorite one. So one last question before we get to this music. This is not and, an erection. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is, but it's not really a proper erection. That's it. It's more like an outy belly button. It's, it is. It's the best that we can do. Looks like a bit of a button on a fur coat. Hang your <laughs> hang your coat up on this. Oh, you, that, that would never hold a coat. No. Um, <laughs> I, I, so before we get to our guest, who I'm very excited to talk to today, because I guess my whole point was the seasons are changing, right? We are going to get there. We've had a couple tastes of it. But oh. in Minnesota, you know it goes back and forth. But remember last year? I think we got like a three or four inch of snow sometime in early May last year. We know we? how the Irish measured it. Okay. I just had to keep it going. Yeah, I, well, I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, but the point is, it, it's, a, it's, it's a tumultuous time in in Minnesota right now, this particular time of year. However, there are certain signs of spring and summer that are always on the way. Some are, well, the ridiculous number of concerts being announced, the yes. number of events being announced. And then there is something that is particularly close to home for me. And it's a small alley downtown Minneapolis by Loring Park. Now, if I had told my father I was very excited about what was coming up at Loring Park in an alley just off the park yeah. back in 1988, he would have been very concerned about yes. me and what I was doing with my life. But And he might still be. Who knows? <laughs> but he, he seems to have adopted over the years. But there's going to be a great concert series happening in a very special alleyway, downtown Minneapolis, by... Did you ever see the movie The Pope of Greenwich Village? Yes, I did, with Mickey Rourke. Exactly. So... To me, without the the violent organized crime end of it attached to it, the guy who's our guest today, to me, is the Pope of Minneapolis music. Now, is he the only important figure in that entire scene? By no means. Is he wildly and universally and deeply revered by everyone who's ever come in contact with him? Yeah. Well, see, I I don't even know him that well, but I can tell you that I absolutely love him. But on the other side of it, I never, I never want to be on his bad side. They took my thumbs. <laughs> they, took they took my, my thumbs, thumbs Johnny. All right, <laughs> they took my fucking thumb. <laughs> Poor Eric Roberts. Oh, all right, we're going to talk. We are going to talk to John Clifford <laughs> just ahead. All right, but he looks frightened. Yeah, he should be. Let's get a song in first, though. Let's do a song first. Uh, this gray day after the couple of sunny days yeah. we had had me feeling reflective. And what record did I pull out last night? Except for the amazing. John Prine best of called Sweet Revenge. At this point, John Prine had not done all that he was going to do throughout his career, nowhere near, but he had already established himself as one of America's most important and most wildly neglected and overlooked and underrated songwriters. Sweet Revenge, if you, if you like, you're like, what's up in all the buzz about John Prine the last couple of years? Well, we lost him to COVID, unfortunately. But John Prine was a staple in my household growing up, and I will never not love this earliest phase of his career, the first, like, 10 years mm-hmm. of what he was doing, what he was doing, literally unlike anyone else. And this particular song right here, it's not one of the, again, he didn't have hits, right? But even... Along the spectrum mm-hmm. of what he did, there were hits and there were less known songs, but this song is called Often is a Word I Seldom Use, and it's perfectly matching my Tuesday cloudy attitude. No, it's sad. No, it's lonely. Lie awake till we pass where. 
want you to know that I'm leaving you only Cause I may not get the chance again Cold and I'm tired and I can't stop coughing long enough to tell you all the news Like to tell you that I'll see you so often Often there's a word I see all I'm used Often there's a word I see all I'm used Tell me where did the weekend go? Well, like thunder, felt like snow. Well, like thunder, felt like snow. Watching me laughing and slapping my thighs I just like to die in a house of mirrors With nobody around to close your eyes Cold and I'm tired and I can't stop coughing Long enough to tell you all of the news Like to tell you that I'll see you more often Often there's a word I say all I'm used Often there's a word I say all I'm used I think I should dedicate that song to my mama. It's her 75th birthday on Sunday. On Easter Sunday, she's stealing the thunder of Jesus and celebrating her 75th birthday. Can you just let it go? Can you I will. just let I it will. go? It's but happy 70... birthday to your mom. Yeah. Colleen wow. McCarthy, well 75. Done. Doesn't hardly sounds Irish at all. Not at all. Barely Irish. She loves John Bryan. Yeah, well, and again, growing up, I, you know, I didn't appreciate it as a kid. I'm like, why do we keep listening to this either. record over and yeah. over again? And they got in my 20s. I was like, oh, it's pretty good. And I didn't think about it again. But then as I got older, I'm like, and I thought about the words because they had been literally written in the granite of my brain, what little granite is left. And I think about the lyrics. And I'm like, is there, has there ever been, I mean, there have been brilliant, truly brilliant American singer songwriters. Has there ever been anybody who was as adept at making you both laugh out loud and openly weep during the same song as John Prine? I think he had a gift that 
is literally yeah, unmatched. I don't, I don't think he That's a really good point. He's, yeah. got, he's got great songs, mm-hmm. and you know, and some of them might seem corny, but name a songwriter who doesn't have corny songs. Yes. Right? I mean, but John Prine, I, I have grown to appreciate John Prine more than I ever guessed. I mean, I put him in the same hallowed territory as a Willie Nelson or a Merle Haggard. I, yeah. I, I think he's that good a songwriter. Yeah, I think you're right. Absolutely I think you're right. It is the Brian Oka Show, uh, episode, what, 242? Is that where we're at now? Yes, sir. 242 Mother Bleeping <laughs> episodes. <laughs> Every episode, John Clifford. I, Every episode, I, he goes, 236. Holy shit. You and I have sat down, and not just for, I mean, we've sat yeah. down many more times than that, but we've sat down to do one of these 242 times. Yeah, and you know what's crazy is that, like, sometimes I don't know, well, a lot of times I don't know the guest, or I, maybe I've seen their stuff or heard their music or that sort of thing, but uh, I, I still love coming in here to do this. Then when I knew that Mr. Clifford was going to be here today, I was like, holy shit, this is going to be fun today. Well, before You we, just know it's going to be a good time. Yeah, oh, well, I mean, between the three of us, right? I know, because we're a bunch of goofballs. Easily That's like... the most dynamic person here is Mr. Clifford, yes. who we're going to talk to in about 60 seconds. But first, I would be remiss and possibly lose our primary sponsor if I didn't mention <laughs> SmartStartMN.com, Minnesota's original ignition interlock company. You drink and drive, a super dumb move, but you're not alone. Zillions of people have done it, and they continue to do it. And now that the world's opening up again, they're going to start doing it more and more. So you get busted. You get pulled over. Hopefully you don't hurt anybody, hurt yourself, but you are going to lose your license. That's over. And you want to get back in your car because you're like, well, I still got to go to work. Still got to get the kids to javelin lessons. Still got to do whatever it is I've got to do throughout the day. How are you going to do it? You get the technology that Smart Start MN has at their disposal in your vehicle. It allows you to drive again quicker and for much less money than you otherwise might expect. I don't know, Brian. It sounds expensive to have some kind of electronic gadget in my car. Well, again, it's not free, but when I, when I read what the price was, I'm like, really? That's it? Because, all right, I'll be honest with you. More than 20 years ago, I had my one DUI, yep. and it was brutally expensive. And so when I look at what it costs back to get in your vehicle compared to what I paid, this is before the era of Uber or Lyft or any of that garbage. What it what it took for me to drive, get my daughter to daycare every morning in oh. a cab and then take a cab to work and then take a cab home for 2 months. I can't I it, 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 did the did the other daycare parents judge you at all? I'm guessing not at all. When I you're just, dropping I just, off, I said, I just told the cab driver slow down, and I kind of rolled Abby out of the cab. Well, sure. in front of the house, I'm like take your cab, and he just kept moving. I didn't want them to see. It. I mean, yes, there's obviously judgment and weirdness, yeah. but you get none of that with the good people at Smart Start MN. They're good people. They take care of you. They were the ones there at the original. They are the originators. They worked with the state system to get this thing built, and you can get in for cheaper than even yeah. what they're already charging. Go to smartstartmn.com/slash the Brian Oak Show. That'll get you twenty percent off the installation of the ignition interlock doohickey. I'm at a website right now, and the website is called hifihair.com and there's this incredible still and quote underneath it right here it is a rock show that we've all been to we're young we're sweaty we don't care what we're dressed like yep. we're there to lose our motherfucking minds over a proper rock show and it says and i quote music is fashion and underneath that it says hair is what we do and music is what we love Hi-Fi Hair is the place where the two make such an obvious bond. Our goal is to provide you with an experience and service beyond your expectations. 
go into a fun place to get your hair cut. There's nothing like it. I've got a salon that I go to that's very much like that, very music-oriented. And going there is great. And then having the right characters, right? Like, I mean, it's not everybody's thing. But I used to, I've worked at a record store now. I used to work at a hair salon. So this intersection is very attractive to me, right? But it's made even more attractive and more wonderful because the proprietor, the founder, the the main visionary behind it is a man by the name of John Clifford who's been on our show before and I've known for some time now. And when I earlier referenced the Pope of Greenwich Village, I don't think I was being, I don't think I was overstating it. I don't think I was exaggerating it. I mean, you're, yeah, I don't know. I'm. <laughs> I'm all I'm down on my knees right now, baby. There's no question. You know what I'm trying to say, John. I'm a big fan of yours, and I think you I think you occupy an important place in this community in a lot of different ways. Not just from the fabulous hairstyles that people walk out of your place with, but from your love of music, your dedication to music, and your dedication to the town that Sean and I both love, and you obviously love just as much because you're also a South Minneapolis resident. Correct. That is correct. Absolutely. Well, John, it's lovely to see you. How are you, man? Well, all I need is a cool San Pellegrino <laughs> and a tasty yeah, here's the futon couch, and I'm fine. Well, you know, you you've already made this room more exciting than it's been in months. You know, if somebody walks into Patoli. your place, they might get themselves a um, you know, they might get themselves a refreshing beverage of a different variety. Here, you get a robust, sparkling Italian soda. Welcome to the high life, John Clifford. It's nice to be here, baby. <laughs> I, haven't seen, I haven't seen you yet in 2022. How have you been so far this year? Um, uh, I think I'm. I, I, I think I'm okay. That's yeah. my. That's that's my my default answer. Is I think I'm okay. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, and, and, and that's. I think that's a fair answer. Most people are like doing great, man. How are you? And but to question it and yeah. to, to be open about it. I think that's super healthy. I like it. I mean, every, every every day, you know, you don't know. You have no idea. And and um, it used to be, you know, we're from Minnesota, so we just talk about the weather. Uh, which I still talk <laughs> or, a lot about. Know, or, Look, it's a very dynamic part of the conversation, and Minnesotans love to talk about the yes, weather. Exactly. By the time this podcast is done recording, it's probably going to be snowing outside, right? <laughs> Could be the next ice age, my good man. It will have rained. It will have snowed. <laughs> it will have been sunny out. We have a summer out in front of us, by the way, um, where, so getting back into radio, I am much, much, much more hyper-focused on all the music shows that are coming up, right? New shows are being announced almost literally every damn day. It's Isn't crazy. that incredible? It is incredible, but you are not oh. a stranger to music. And, you know, it's weird. I want to talk more about it. We'll talk more about what you've got coming up this summer in the alley. We're also going to talk about Minnesotans, especially Minnesota musicians from the Twin Cities, almost universal adoration of St. Clifford. I mean, like, they, they uh, people love you, man, and, and I think it's with good reason. We're going to talk about all that, but we've gone too long without a song here because okay. I can't seem to stop talking today. Although, thank you, both of you. The headache that has been plaguing me all day, maybe it was the soup. I doubt it. But I believe, <laughs> I believe it was the benign company of both Sean and John. I feel Damn. much better. I feel better than I've felt since this time yesterday. We are the elixir. Take two of us and call us in the morning. <laughs> that sounds like one of the worst nights ever. <laughs> Tell me about this first song that we're going to play. So this is an artist that I don't know or a band I don't know, but it leads into what we're going to talk about and what we're going to promote it, here in a minute. It does, uh, to a degree. This is, this is Jody Hanks, Danny Mangold, 
and Dick Shopto, and and uh, it's from uh, their their most recent release, and it's a little bit more of a rocker of a CD. And this particular song is called "Behind the Union Alley," and and it, it if you listen to the song, you're going to hear a lot of references of the Minneapolis that we we love and miss and uh, reminisce about, and um, and it's you know. Behind behind the hi-fi alley, but but this is this is about this is their homage to the Union Bar. John, we're not talking for for the modern day listener. We're not talking about the Union downtown, right, with the big rooftop where they do all the drag brunches and stuff. Where's the Union Alley? Where was that? Uh, it was it it was over. Uh, I think it was over in Northeast. Okay. I, um, it was it was a little bit before, a little bit before my time, and right. when it was still kind of happening, I was I was kind of hanging out more in Uptown. 
I understand. But, um, Not far but, from Whitey's. That area, East everybody, East. That's where they, yeah, everybody that, I know played that area. there. Really? Yeah. So, I mean, that was that was that was where everyone played. Right on. And well, excellent choice. And clearly, anybody who's from the Twin Cities, I mean, you recognize enough genuine references in that song. Nobody but a group of people from here could have possibly written that song. <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. good. We're going to talk about your particular alley, and don't take it weird, all right? We're talking about the alley behind your store, <laughs> Oh, oh okay. if you know what I'm talking all about. Right. But before we do that, I would like to take care of one last piece of business. Sean Bernard, friend, confidant, co-conspirator, and business partner, in addition to, man, talking about going to do my taxes after this. The outrageous money fountain that this particular podcast has turned into crazy is going to ruin me. It's not even it's fair. It's going to ruin me. <laughs> yeah, I'm really actually afraid to go talk to my tax guy. But in addition to this almost avalanche-like money slide that you've created here, you also are a realtor on the side because you're greedy and you can't get enough. That's it. You need to be involved and you want as much money. You're like more, the, more, more. You're like the wolf of Chicago Avenue. Anyway, you're also a uh, realtor. I was trying to do Wolf of Wall Street. I know, and I was giving you the what, silence. What, what, what's the most? What's the most? What's the most famous street? All I can think of is avenues in Minneapolis. What's Wolf the most of Lake street? street. That's it. The Wolf yeah. of Lake Street. Yeah, although I think that's racist now. I think we changed the name. Anyway, you are a realtor, <laughs> and you have been for some time. Um, I have seen you post a lot lately, so I know there are still success stories, but I know that there are also still a lot of frustrations out there in the realty world. Yeah, and it's and the interest rates are going up, so people are panicking a little bit. It's still way lower than when I first bought my first home back in 1998. I think we paid 6.8% right. on that one. And then, of course, you hear the horror stories of the 70s where it was like 12% or 14%. I think or, it nudged 20% at one point back yeah, in the day. Yeah, depending on your credit. It was, it right. was pretty bad back right. in the day. But... Uh, yeah, I mean we're battling through. I'm I'm trying to uh, get people in. I've got I'm waiting to hear back from an offer uh, any time now uh, for a friend of mine. Uh, we're trying to look right after the weekend. That way things don't go in the multiples. We just try to jump on them right after the weekend. A little pro tip there for you. Um, and I'm doing the same thing this year that I did last year. I've got a bunch of donations coming up because I've got some closings coming up that will go to local bands. Uh, we'll talk more about that on the next show, but 612-859-2594, either artist, individual musician, or a band of the buyer or seller's choice. What about a sculptor? What about a local sculptor? Fuck the sculptors, man. Yeah, no, seriously. What are you, spinning pots? What is this, ghost? Yeah, what the hell? Okay. Who just says one day, I'm going to start carving stuff out of <laughs> butter? <laughs> well, Michelangelo... <laughs> Yeah, no, that's, a good I, point. that's one. Uh, that's just the first one off the top of my head. My name is Brian. That is Sean, and John Clifford is our guest today. John, we, last time you were on the show, we talked a lot about your history of hairdressing. So I don't want to go too deep into that. Also, why you decided to meld both a hair salon and a record store, even though that only increases your worry. Like, I mean, it's hard enough to run a simple, basic, everyday establishment, right? Like, if you're like, I'm just going to have a salon, and you're like, I'm also going to have a record store, and also I'm going to go out. <laughs> of my way above and beyond to do everything in my power to celebrate the musicians and the people in this community cool thing about john clifford and i mean this in all sincerity i know he already gave me the sign that i've been sucking his dick the entire show and <laughs> I, that maybe literally afterwards you don't know but the mics will be off follow my never <clears throat> give up on your stupid stupid dreams <laughs> follow my only fans channel for more exclusive content but Ooh. i've never heard not only have i never heard anyone say anything negative about john clifford but i've never heard anyone even say anything sort of medium like yeah john's all right 
People yeah. love John Clifford. Why do you love Minneapolis and the music that's made here so much? What What is it that, I mean, we all are territorial, right? We're all a little provincial, but you obviously love this place. Why? I do. Um, uh, because I moved away. And and uh, I loved it when I lived here, right? I grew up here, and I moved away in 89, and I lived in, in West Michigan, and and I assumed, I just assumed that wherever I lived would have, you know, equal or the same kind of a, a, a music scene. And as it turns out, that doesn't exist. And <laughs> um, you don't know what you have until it's gone. Mm-hmm. And, and um, I, I made it my quest. Every chance I got to come back here, I come back four times a year just to see shows I'd, I'd get city pages delivered to me in Michigan and, yeah. and, and, and see lineups and all of this stuff and try and work trips around it. And we, we have something that no, no other city has. I couldn't agree more. I mean, and again, it sounds very us, 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 yay, 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 very provincial and we're cool, but I hate to break it to everybody else listening everywhere else. Minneapolis is fucking cool. And the entire area, I mean, like there are great bands that came out of St. Paul as referenced in the previous song, exactly. a certain trio by the name of Husker Du, not bad. They were a St. Paul band. I hate to exactly. break it to everybody, but they absolutely were this area, upper Midwest. And so I don't mind being a little bit removed from the fray, you know, bands being like let's just go to Milwaukee and then down to Iowa. We're going to skip Minnesota altogether. You're lost motherfuckers because this place is fucking rad as hell. And you have shown an appreciation and a commitment to it more than almost anybody else I've ever met. And that's wonderful because I think if we don't have people who are conservators of why it matters and maybe it only matters to a couple hundred people, right? But if a cool alt record comes out or a cool indie band comes along that is Minnesota through and through, right? Like a great example, Gully Boys. I think they were on the third ever episode of our podcast. They just got done with a huge nationwide tour with all the ups and downs that come with being a growing band on a tour. And now they just landed and they're going back out on tour with Bad Bad Hats. Like things are moving for them. That feels good. That's exciting. It's, 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 I, I love being part of that cultural community. It's incredible. It is. And it's, it's absolutely incredible. And, and one of the biggest inspirations behind uh, starting Hi-Fi to begin with was the Uptown Bard just closed, right? Oh. I mean, talk about your sad trombone. Yes. I've seen, yeah. so, I mean, I saw so many shows there, oh. but I, if I'm honest, and I don't mean to be cheeky or, or glib about this, Going there on a Sunday morning for a hangover breakfast. Oh, yes. I mean, you'd wait in line forever, but their Euros breakfast platter oh. to this day is my single favorite restaurant breakfast I've ever eaten in my entire life. But please continue. No, and it, I well, just a quick but, aside no, because no, no, no. That's, damn, that's, I love that's, that place. That's, and you'd look around and it. you'd see local rock stars. Everyone you saw last night. And you'd see some of <laughs> yep. the, yeah, exactly. You'd see some of the grubby crusties <laughs> over there, and I was yep. probably one of them. But oh man, you'd wait in line for forty minutes, but you'd finally get in, you'd get that booth over along the far wall, and you'd sit down and your food would come. And you were still in pain from the night before, but man, by the time you left that place, usually because in addition to a giant platter or a skillet, there were usually three to five Bloody Marys that went along with it, and then suddenly it's two in the afternoon, you're like, I feel fantastic. This is amazing. (laughs) Sorry, I was just having a moment. But anyway, you started Hi-Fi about the same time Uptown closes. Yeah, yeah, Um, because that that was huge. It, it, It hit me pretty hard that these things are going away. Yeah. And... um. And it, it seemed like 
not not that no one cared, but but it seemed like it at the time, you know, because it happened with pretty pretty little fanfare, mm-hmm. and and um, you know, how are we going to preserve it if we don't remember it? How are we going to how how are we going to hang on to these things? And and not only how are we going to hang on to them, but how are we going to um, allow it to thrive and survive? And so so that that has a lot to do with what hi-fi was all about from the beginning you know it wasn't about the rolling stones or it wasn't about like all of these these incredible bands that we all know about it was about all of these little um um huge to us but but on the spectrum you know people that were unknown to so many others I, I I don't even know what to say on top of that, other than I think it's important that there are still people, not only who remember, because I think there are people who, you know, young enough people who will hear these stories and be like, sounds like it must have been really nice, Grandpa, like someone was telling us about what, <laughs> what the jazz scene was like in the 40s here in Minneapolis, right? That being said, it is a part of our heritage. It is a part of who we are. It is a part of why this area is held in reverence, you know, like you, there are certain people on either coast that obviously consider us flyover country. They have for decades. They continue to do so today. But there are people who pay attention. I remember doing, uh, for a Husker Du podcast I was involved in, interviewing Fred Armisen, who by all accounts is an internationally acclaimed star, yeah. right? Popular actor, popular musician, popular whatever. He was, he went on about Husker Du for more than 45 minutes. And he also, he even dropped a dumpster juice reference on me. Okay. <laughs> wow. Honest to God. Yes. And I was yeah. like, I'm like, did someone tell you to say that? He's like, nope. I, and he knew. <laughs> Greatest so, band name ever. Oh yeah. my God, it's up there with Halo of Flies. Um, it, but it's, it's, uh, there, there is something important about what has happened here and what continues to happen here. And I, I know that you feel the same way. And I'm sure that Sean does as well. The musical texture of our community is as rich as it's ever been. Mm -hmm. And obviously it's been more famous at certain points. It's garnered more national attention. But whether you're looking at the indie hip-hop scene, whether you're looking at spoken word, whether you're looking at emerging bands, the effervescence, the excitement about it, has, has it's as good as it's ever been in my particular opinion. But what we're losing are the places for those bands to play, right? Like, I just saw someone share today on social media, the Uptown Theater is getting gutted because it's being turned into a palace-like venue, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's going, and and that's great, and Uptown could use that, and I'm all about having more music in Minneapolis, but when I think about the bands that, like, really sort of informed me and the bands you're talking about, John, and the bands you feature in your Alley series, the Uptown Bar, places like that, we need a few more of those. I mean, we've got some, right? The schooner, the hook and ladder. There are places in South Minneapolis, but I don't think they've ever been fewer. And it's a crucial resource, man. It's it's something that we absolutely need, which is why I love that you do what you do. So Hi-Fi Hair and Records, for people who do not know, is right downtown Minneapolis, right there at the juncture of every road. You're, as I referred to as the Pope of Greenwich Village, the Pope of Minneapolis music, you're right across from an actual Catholic basilica. You are in in the heart of downtown, not the heart of downtown, but you're on that perfect edge of it right there on Loring Park. The entrance to Gotham. What's that? Yes. It's the entrance to Gotham. Well, and but there you are. Like, you know what? You don't go into Gotham looking like a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> get in here and get your hair cut, all right? <laughs> get a haircut, buy a cool record, and then you're allowed into Gotham. But you are right there in a cool spot, and you've been there for a minute, right? And has... 
10 years. Holy cow. Wow. Really? This spring is 10 years. Well, Man. happy anniversary. Thank you. I mean, and thank you. So obviously the nature of Loring Park, the nature of downtown, the nature of our urban whatever has changed a lot in the last 40 years. We've all witnessed. Has Loring Park changed a lot in the last few years or in the last um, 10 years since you've been there? Physically, no. Right. You know, like my my block physically, no. But but yeah, you know, I mean the 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 texture changes, the the um all of that stuff. Every you know, everything is affected, right? And and yeah. um but no matter what, it, that block has always in my in my eye, that block has always sort of been like the center of Bohemia for Minneapolis. Mm. It's the last bastion of, of ungentrified Minneapolis left. And um and it's historical, you know, it is. And we have this beautiful, beautiful brick alley in the back, you know. Oh. And and so you, uh, being the proponent of music you are, you know, I mean, obviously things shut down a lot for the last couple of years. Yeah. But you, uh, you know, even when everyone was masked up and sort of standing away from each other and kind of looking askance, if you will, yeah. because, you know, I know three people right now who are good friends who just got COVID for yep. the first time. Yep. It's still a very real, very prevalent mm-hmm. thing that we have to pay attention to. But if we don't get back out there, we're going to die, man. It's oxygen, right? Yeah, it is. And 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 in the past, um, I've, I've, you know, thrown a couple of scattered shows historically in the, in, in the alley. Um, I was scattered you know, at a couple well, of those shows. Well, yeah. <laughs> and um and they were always a blast, right? Yeah, always. And and not and just then, the, the people you see, the people you know, yeah. but you're outside, you're in an urban setting, you're rocking in an alley. There like, you said it perfectly. There's something very bohemian about it, right? It's not like you're at Andy Warhol's factory, but it's pretty goddamn close, man. Yeah. It feels good. And and you know, COVID happened. Everything shut down. Nobody could go anywhere. We couldn't go inside anywhere. Bars were shut down. And here we have this loading dock outside. And so, um, so that summer, I, I thought, all right, let's amp it up. <laughs> so a very John Clifford <laughs> attitude, by the way. Let's do more. <laughs> <Very>. <laughs> <laughs> And, 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 you know, thankfully, uh, I mean, I've got an incredible landlord and, and, um, our block of tenants are always really supportive and, and, um, people are all into it. And, and so, so for the past, this will be the, the third year where I've done literally a series of shows rather than just one or two scattered in every once in a while. Well, before we talk yeah, about so. who's going to be performing this summer, yeah. can we hear one more song? I always hate yeah. to go too long without yeah. hearing a song. You've picked this is the- one of the greatest songs of all time to play right here, and I want to know why specifically you picked this one. Maybe this will give you a hint as to who's going to be playing on Saturday the 24th.
Yeah, they're all right, I guess, if you're into that sort of thing. Led Zeppelin on The Brian Oak Show, episode 242. I'm Brian, that's Sean. Our guest today is John Clifford, proprietor of Hi-Fi Hair and Records, a great hair salon right there on the edge of Loring Park, right at the intersection, what did you call it, the entrance to Gotham? (laughs) I mean, you're right there. You're on 394, 94, Hennepin, Lindale. I mean, you are at 55. You are at the intersection right there. Right there. Where it's happening, not only do you have a nice hair salon that does cool work the good music is always on it's a cool atmosphere man i stop going to sports clips all right and i again i know some people are cool spending seven dollars and 95 cents on a haircut at great clips and that's fine if you don't care but if you enjoy the experience which i have since a very young age going in being a part of it saying hello catching up on stories knowing your stylist i you know i'm very very loyal to stylists right and yeah. so if there's a storytelling there's a there's a ritual that you're both taking part in and there's few places, if any, better in the Twin Cities than Hi-Fi to make that a reality. And then if you're like, shit, though, I wonder what kind of cool vinyl they have next door. Turns out, record store right next door. And it gets better still. Over the course of the summer, now that we're getting back out into that time of year where people are into doing things, and they're like, you know what? Music would be fucking awesome right now. Hmm. Turns out there is an <laughs> ongoing series that you run in the alley in that neck of the woods right behind there. For free, like I mean, I I don't remember ever paying for a ticket walking up. Is that just because we're friends, or? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a community thing, right? Right. So, um, uh, I I I pay the sound person yep. and uh, try to pay the bands as much as I can, and then also the crowd is very generous with with tipping people. And I think um, in this day and age, learned how to appreciate what we what we didn't have, right? And then, so in and this day and age, if like if someone passes the the pitcher or oh, yeah. passes the the jar, yeah. I mean, again, three to five bucks, you yeah. know, it, it means nothing to you. You would spend that every time you leave the house, or much more. But if everyone in the crowd threw three or five bucks at a band, it lets them keep being that band that you love. Now, if you didn't dig the band, no need to tip. But if you like the band. Man, who was the band I saw? The Black something. Um, oh no, 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 the Intoxicats. Oh yeah, yeah. That wasn't that, that a blast. I mean, I've seen a few shows back in your alley, but the Intoxicats doing their mix of B fifty twos, Exotica, and then they did an Exotica cover of a Queens of the Stone Age song. I immediately Ooh. went over and bought two T shirts. I'm like, this fucking band rules. And again, though I'd never heard them before, I didn't know anything about them, and they were amazing. And that's why it's fun to go to these things because it's, it's a it's a no risk reward proposition with very very high upside. Exactly. That that's exactly it. Plus, and, you get outside in the summer, you get to see other people, you get to go yep. see music. Yeah. Who is going to be performing? We do them on Sunday afternoons. You know, nothing else is going on, right? Right. I mean, and, and we, they usually happen about two o'clock, three o'clock in the afternoon. There's, Sean and um, I are looking at each other uh, approvingly because that yes. allows us to go see a rock show, yep. get home in time for dinner, catch yep. our programs before we pull the Afghan up and fall asleep on the Barca Lounger. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know it. So the twenty fourth of this month, yeah, uh, the last Sunday of this month mm-hmm. at two o'clock, we will be having uh, Zeppo. And who a well regarded Zeppelin tribute band, by the way, which is Very part of why we played well that right regarded. there. I mean, and who know, are they? We're talking, we're talking John Eller, we're talking Terry Fisher, Paul Boblet, Noah Levy. I mean, good lord, holy man. shit, yeah. really? I didn't yeah. know that that's who was in that band. Yeah, really. Yeah. And and go ahead, just to top it off, um, uh, Willie Wisely and Steve Bransig have started a who band 
called Who Are They? Right. Yeah. And I got to tell you, it can't get any better than having those two bands together on the same bill well, outside of, in an afternoon. For free, which I like to reinforce in people's mind, right? I mean, go. come down, but that mean, doesn't mean you can't tip the band. Doesn't mean you can't go Pay there with the intent. Do they do Venmo and stuff too? If you want a Venmo? Uh, yeah, yeah. Almost, uh, almost everybody has a Venmo account. Cool. Because that makes it easier sometimes yeah, it for does. those right. of us who don't carry cash. Well, oh, then, but also then it's like you're having one of those moments where you're like, that was fucking transcendental. These guys get 50 bucks. Sometimes people make rash decisions in the rock and roll mm-hmm. arena, but good for them and good for the bands. When you talk about the wattage, I mean, I think that there are, A, people who are like, I don't want to go see a band I've never heard before. But then there are people who are like, oh, cover bands. But the names you just rattled off, yes. calling them cover bands is damning oh, them with such faint is. praise. I mean, these are superstars. These are local legends. So anybody, and again, would you rather go and hear a great, like a great Led Zeppelin cover or the meandering noodlings of someone who just picked up the mandolin? <laughs> what would you rather listen to? I know my answer. Who else yes. is going to be playing this summer? Uh, well, I've got, we've got a few. We've got one a month set up. Uh, I think I've, I've, I've got through September set up one well, you, And again, you don't have to reveal um, all your secrets now. I'm just wondering if there's anybody else that we should be looking forward to. Uh, in May, Cindy Lawson will be doing, uh, a release date in the alley. Uh, in May, I believe it's the 22nd. So. She's sort of startling uh, with how well she, she rocks, isn't it's, she? It's, you know, it's so incredible because here's, here's a woman who just killed just killed our scene in the 80s, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, got married, had kids, um, kind of got got a little jerked around, a lot mm-hmm. jerked around, and decided to walk away from it, and did for a long, long time. And um, in the meantime, you know, kept having this, this yearning, this feeling to come back to it. And lo and behold, to an incredible reception I mean, well, again, and but that reception doesn't happen if she's no, not amazing, no. oh, right? I mean, we had her on the show. Yeah. Her energy alone, so the great. quality of her songs, then to watch her live, yep. it, it's it's actually kind of startling. I wasn't that energetic in my twenties. All right, so I mean, yeah. I, she's wonderful to watch. So she's going to be playing yeah. in May sometime. She'll be playing in May. Got it. Um, and and we have a few other really cool ones lined up that that are. To be announced. Okay, very good. And so, if people are interested, they they want to like I don't want to miss it. It should they we go to should should they go to the Hi Fi Heron Records Facebook page? Yeah, should they follow yeah. you on Twitter? Yep. Where should people go? I mean, have, there are going to be people who don't, don't want to miss out. I, I I find it uncomfortable to say that I just tweeted something, so I never use Twitter. Um, but but I I, I put things <laughs> like this up on. Um, <laughs> I put this kind up like on, the word um, charted or something. <laughs> exactly. It's very simple. Exactly. I just tweeted something. <laughs> I just tweeted something. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't what know. the fuck is that? I don't Who came up with that? Why did that stick? I don't know, but it seems to be working. They seem to be <laughs> yeah. doing all right. So yeah, the Hi-Fi Heron Records uh, Facebook page, right. the Hi-Fi Heron Records Instagram, um, and... and um, and my Facebook page, I I always put them up, and then the individual individual bands will also be posting things as well. So social media is the place to find out about it. Um, I, you know, I mean, I've I've got a limited budget, so I'm not like 
going into you know like heavy duty like big time publication yeah announcements to me like i don't that. think that's what this word is of about mouth, baby well word of yep. mouth and you get the right people there there's always a good crowd there i like to see the people that i see there i just i think the last thing i want to stress before we part ways here and get to our final song is this is still for people who pine for the old days this is still a city with a real scene. This is still a city with real musicians and as corporatized or as homogenized as certain things have become, Uptown is unrecognizable to me these days, right? But there are still pockets. There are still scenes. There are still people that give a shit. And this collection of you getting together once a month over the summer, this to me is part of that connective tissue. This to me is part of that fabric that we continue to stretch. And it goes on in different ways. I expect everything to evolve. No, it's not like going into the old Purple Hearts Club and watching a hardcore band and leaving with a bruised eye, right? Oh, exactly. (laughs) Thank God, because that night sucked. I I didn't even like the band. Dark Carnival? Did you know the guys in Dark Carnival? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, don't tell well, them I said that. Very, well, I mean, you know, it's not every. You know, everything is everything is subjective, right? That is true. Yeah, that's, I, that's music. I, I, I guess I didn't even dislike them so much as I disliked the fact that someone went up over my head and kicked me in the face with one of their boots. Oh. I had a bad time that night. Anyway, not to make it about me, but the point is, this is a great city, and there are all these cool little pockets and moments, and I know people are trying to t- stay in touch yep. and they want to be connected to them. Getting to know Hi-Fi Hair and Records is a great way to go. HiFiHair.com. You can find John Clifford all over social media. Hi-Fi Hair on all the different avenues. And I hope this summer is everything that we all hope it is, right? I mean... Well, somebody kept promising me that there was beauty beyond the darkness and to there, believe. There is. There and is so, beauty beyond the darkness. So I'm going to believe and I'm going to these shows because that guy right there kept we, hope alive. We just got to keep doing what we do. Yep. I mean, the hook and ladder kept doing it. Yes. And the schooner kept doing it. And First Avenue and, and, and their clubs kept doing it. And this town, when push comes to shove, we shove. Yes, and, we do. And, um, you know, everyone loves our music and, and they support it and they get out. The Driftwood, holy cow. I mean, yep, don't you at, love look it? Look at these places. I mean, they, they just, they, they, they just keep things alive. And, you know, I, I get to have like this, this, this little niche thing, which is a blast. I can't do it all the time because I still have to have time for gardening and building tree houses and shit like that. Um, <laughs> but, but I, you know, get to do it once a month. Yeah. And the, and the, and the tree fort in your backyard is actually, is actually in the shape of a pirate ship. So it is. that should tell you something about who John Clifford actually is. We have to wrap up episode 242 of the Brian Oak show. I am Brian. That is Sean. Sean, thank you very much. Thank you, Brian. Thank you to Smart Start MN, smartstartmn.com slash Brian Oak show. If you want to learn more, thanks to our friends at Audio Equip who have outfitted the studio in such fabulous fashion. And now that people are getting back out there, talk to Nate and his crew yes, at Audio please. Equip. They have also, as John was referencing, many places didn't make it, but many places have weathered the storm of COVID and the entirely unexpected nature of the last two years. They rely on people going out in public, needing amplification, minor acoustic shows at a coffee shop, major rock shows, TED Talks, whatever. Get a hold of our friends here at Audio Equip because they've been very, very good to us over the years. John, I wish you all the best in the year ahead. Thank you. I look Thank forward you, to seeing you. Thank you, John. Great to Thank see you, man. Brian. And I hope that you start a trend of two in the afternoon rock shows. Yeah. Because I, I'm going to be honest, the guy who gets up at 4 a.m. every day, that is right in my freaking wheelhouse. I appreciate you, man. Well, right up my alley. Well, this, this next Sorry. song should should basically just remind everybody that if you can't find 
what it is that you're looking for, seek it out. Get what I'm after Till the day I 